Welcome back to Cutting Through the Noise podcast. We're going to continue our study in the book of James with practical truths from this wonderful book. Go ahead and find your Bible. We're going to be in James chapter number three. Finish out this chapter. All right, we'll be right back in just a minute. James chapter number three. We're going to conclude this chapter. There's six verses remaining. There's three verses that describe true wisdom. And then there's three verses that describe worldly wisdom. So anyway, find your Bible, get settled in. And the title of the thought is, am I a peacemaker or am I a troublemaker? Peacemaker or troublemaker. And in these six verses, we will find out where we're at in the Word of God. All right, let's begin. James chapter number three, verse number 13. The Bible says, Who is a wise man and a dude with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness and wisdom. I look some of the words up in this verse here and and uh, there's some wonderful things that we can find here. Well, the Bible says if we're going to be wise, uh, or uh, who is a wise man, uh, it says, let him show out of a good conversation. This, this term, good conversation, really has to do with our behavior or our lifestyle. You know, the way we behave and the way we live, it really does matter and people are watching. And so we need to make sure that we uh, act like Christians and behave like Christians and want to live like a Christian. And so we show out of a good conversation, his works, our deeds or our doings. What are we doing? Again, people are watching. And then it says with meekness of wisdom. You know, uh, many years ago, we had a Bible Institute and I had a preacher challenge me one time concerning my preaching and I passed that along to our young uh, preachers and he said, you know, we need to try to be soothing, sensitive and sympathetic uh, or we need to be gentle. Uh, it's very easy to be harsh with our words, but we really have to put forth some effort to be gentle with our words. And so uh, out of our good conversation, his works with meekness of wisdom. And so uh, this talks about uh, that there is some godly wisdom out there. And that's exciting because uh, there is godly wisdom and it can be had. But there's a contrast to that. And that's what the next three verses talk about. And, and sad to say, honestly, I find myself in these from time to time, which that's why we need to be in the word of God. We see where we're at. We see where, we, where we're at and we see where we need to be. And so uh, verses uh, 14, 15, and 16 is really an area that we should strive to avoid. Notice what the Bible says. It says, but if ye have bitter envies and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom or that attitude, this wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. Then verse 16, for where envying and strife is, there is also confusion and every evil work. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever known anyone who claimed to be wise but acted foolishly? 
I, I think we all have. You know, true wisdom can be measured by our obedience to the Word of God. We read something in the Bible and then we act in obedience to that. And when we do that, that really reveals our wisdom. And so not only our obedience to the Word of God, but it also, uh, when we consider wisdom, true wisdom can be measured really by our behavior. Uh, again, I read something in the Word of God. The Bible says, thou shalt or thou shalt not. And, and I find that in there. And, and I look at my behavior. I look at my deeds or my doings. And if I'm going to be wise, I will correct that behavior. Why? Because it dishonors God. And so I want to honor him. And so if I'm going to be wise, I need to be willing to adjust my lifestyle according to the word of God. You know, as you can identify a tree by the fruit uh, that it produces, uh, you can uh, really evaluate uh, your wisdom by the way that we act. And so again, just like we look at an apple tree and we say, that's an apple tree. Why? Because it has apples or that's an orange tree. Why? Because it has orange uh, oranges on it. We can look at our lives and say, you know, according to the book of James, am I acting with wisdom that is from above or am I responding with wisdom that is of this world? And again, those things are a choice. And the thing that help us in those choices is being familiar with the Word of God and familiar with the will of God so that we can act in such a way that it would honor Him. And so again, uh, let's continue on. We, we read about uh, uh, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you. And we read that part. Then it, we read about the foolish man and, and uh, the foolishness of this world's wisdom. And then verses uh, 17 and 18 is really where we want to slow down and, and really begin to do like a word study. Notice what the Bible tells us here. It lists the wisdom that is of the world, and then it talks about this wisdom that is from above. And verse 17 says, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Now, I want to read this. I'm going to come back and do a word study. It's first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. I look some of these words up. You know, when we look at this, look at this word pure and we think about that, it really has to do with our innocence. It speaks of, again, the counselor's motive. Am I a peacemaker or am I a troublemaker? Hey, do people come to you for spiritual wisdom? they come to you for spiritual counsel. Hey, if we're going to be wise, the first thing we need to do, we need to make sure that we have a pure motive. The word uh, pure and motive together just means free of blame. Hey, listen, when we talk to people about the things of God and even the things of the world, we need to make sure that we have a pure motive. And so if we're going to have the wisdom that it is from above, number one, first, it is pure. Then the Bible says that it is peaceable. I looked the word peaceable up and it has to do with harmonious. It speaks of relationship, harmony amongst the brethren, harmony amongst people also really has to do with reconciliation you know according to the bible we have the ministry of reconciliation we also have the word of reconciliation so when we're counseling and when we're seeking wisdom we need to make sure number one that it is first pure 
again, without blame. Uh, there's no ulterior motives, and it needs to be peaceable. Uh, the reason we're doing what we're doing is to create harmony instead of harm. Notice what else the Bible says. It says gentle. You know, uh, the word gentle is opposite of forceful. It also has the ideal of being patient. You know, I learned this a long time ago. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He always asks. He never forces. You know, you and I, when we're living in this world and when we're counseling with others and when we're living before others, you and I ought to be gentle. We ought to be uh, have such a life that others say, well, I tell you what, they've got something that I desire. Notice, uh, it doesn't stop there. This is a great word study, a great word list. It says gentle and easy to be entreated. I had to think about that and study this for a little while. But easily to be entreated, it really speaks of the wise man's understanding. The wise man's understanding. You say, well, I don't understand that. Well, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, I'm going to turn over there and read a passage to you. And we're going to read about a wise man, and we're going to examine his understanding. We're going to read about the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. Let me find this for us. And I'm actually going to read verse number 20 and begin in verse number 20. And here's what the Bible tells us about the Apostle Paul. Paul says, well, I'm going to read in verse number 19. He says, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all that I might gain the more. He says, and unto the Jew, uh, I became as a Jew that I might gain the Jew. And to them that are under the law as under the law that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without the law as without the law, being not without the law to God. Uh, and so Paul begins, and says also to the weak became I weak that I might gain the weak. He said, I made and I am made all things to all men that I might by all means save some. So the apostle Paul understood this principle of easy to be entreated. Now this is gonna make more sense as we study just a few more words. The Bible says full of mercy full of mercy. You know, mercy speaks of our compassion. Many times it's easy for us to look at people and we say, well, bless God. Hey, listen, if we're going to have compassion and be full of mercy, we're going to have to say, you know what? I don't know how they got there. I don't know the circumstances that got them there, but I have to exercise mercy and extend compassion and help them get out of that place that they're at. You see, if I'm going to be a peacemaker instead of a troublemaker, I'm going to have to be full of mercy. I'm going to have to be willing to extend some compassion. I don't know how they got there. It doesn't matter. Our job, our goal would be to help them get out of that pit or that hole that they're in. Now, let's continue on. It talks about easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruit. You know, good fruits was just living a godly life. You know, I learned this a long time ago. If, if you're going to make a difference, you're going to have to be different. And the way that you and I live are going to make a difference. And when we live a godly life, people will come to us for counsel. Why? Because we can be peacemakers instead of troublemakers. Notice what else it says. Without partiality. 
that 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 just simply means that you and I are not going to be swayed by story or circumstance without partiality. Hey, listen, I can listen to a one-sided story and get worked up and think, boy, I tell you what, they have been done wrong and they may have been done wrong. And this may happen and that may happen. But listen, if I'm going to be full of godly wisdom and wisdom that is from above, I'm going to have to lay aside partiality and hear the whole story. The book of Proverbs tells us, he that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him out. Uh, don't don't act on a one-sided story. Something else we find here, as we continue this verse, without hypocrisy. You know, this really speaks of our sincerity. Um, uh, we don't, we're not wearing a mask. There is no disguise. There is no hypocrisy. Hey, we're not listening and trying to help people to gain something or to get something. We're simply being listeners so that we can help them get farther down the road than where they're at. And notice the last verse in this particular chapter. James tells us here in this in this verse number 18, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Hey, am I a peacemaker or am I a troublemaker? Hey, listen, if I'm going to be a peacemaker, I'm going to have some of these evidences in my life. I'm going to have my motive as being pure. Hey, listen, I, I'm going to be peaceable. I, I'm going to be willing to be gentle, easily entreated. Are you easily approachable? Easily entreated. Are you willing to become all things to all people that you might gain some? Full of mercy, of good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. You say, well, I just don't know how I can get that type of wisdom. Well, I'm glad you asked that question because James chapter number one actually reveals how that we can have the wisdom that is from above. James chapter one, look with me if you would at verse number five, and this will be our conclusion. James chapter one, verse number five, the Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, so I, I don't I don't understand. I'm lacking. I, I, I can't I can't grasp this. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Hey, listen, if we'll put aside this worldly wisdom, this fleshly wisdom that is full of bitter envies and strife, and 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 it, it has this motive of I wonder what I can get and I wonder what's in it for me. It's sensual. The Bible even calls it devilish. And so we need to be very, very careful if we want to be a peacemaker. We need to make sure that we recognize our three enemies. You say, well, what are our three enemies? It's the world, the flesh and the devil. I have to be on guard of the things of the world. I have to know that the devil is my enemy and he wants to destroy me. And I know that in this flesh dwelleth no good thing. So I have to keep all of those things in check. And then when it comes to this area of being a peacemaker or a troublemaker, number one, this peacemaking, this wisdom, it comes from God and it can be had because James tells us that it, that it can. And then again, we have to recognize, realize our three enemies. And then here's the last thought. People generally don't care how much you know 
until they know how much we care. And I tell you what, when we have a genuine care and concern for people, it will make a difference. Hey, listen, am I a peacemaker or a troublemaker? Read James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18, and say, which group am I in? Am I in that group that has true wisdom, or am I in that group that exercises wisdom that is from the world? Am I a wise person or a foolish person? You know, I'll, I'll share this with you and I'll be done. You know, wise men speak because they have something to say. Foolish men speak because they have to say something. You know, sometimes what we don't say is just as effective as what we do say. Hey, listen, let's watch our word. Let's seek wisdom. Let's be a blessing. Let's pray. Father, I love you. Thank you for a great study, a great challenge. I pray you'll bless the hearers by your spirit, please. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.